1: Folks in the Central Sands region of the state should know that fall means cranberry harvest is underway. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Central Wisconsin is home to the highest concentration of cranberry bogs in the world. At the center of that is Gaynor Cranberry Company. Heidi Slinkman is the manager and co-owner of her family's cranberry farm. Heidi, let's start with you telling us about the farm.
2: The size of our farm is 212 acres of vines in production with an additional 2,000 acres of support land. What does the industry look like in Wisconsin? So we have 250 farms in Wisconsin. That equates to about 21,000 acres of cranberries. And we contribute to a $1 billion economic impact.
0: That's incredible. And you know, when it comes off the vine, where are your cranberries going? Well, we're really proud to
2: say that all of our cranberries go straight to Ocean Spray. And Ocean Spray takes our fruit in, and then they determine if it's going to go to craisins or to juice or sauce or other products. OK, so it doesn't matter the variety of cranberry. Ocean Spray has a great opportunity to sort our berries out for the attributes that they see when, they, when the berries get delivered. And so with their optical sorters, they're able to determine what's the best use for the cranberries at that time. And I'm here at your
1: family's farm during what I believe is the busiest time of year, the harvest. When, how long does this go on for? Tell me a little bit about what the harvest entails.
2: Well, yes, you're absolutely right. This is our harvest season. Um, It's like the Super Bowl or the World Cup. It's the biggest, most important, critical time of the year. It lasts uh, around four weeks the whole month of October, although we do a few beds um, in September. And we really rely on uh, our local labor force to help us bring all the fruit in.
0: Let's talk about labor force. Right now, Wisconsin is experiencing a labor shortage, but you guys are doing a good job retaining employees because you're offering them these great incentives.
2: That's right. We have uh, eight full-time employees at Gainer Cranberry. Five of those employees are uh, not family. Uh, We really value the contributions that our employees uh, and sacrifices that our employees make to the marsh. And in doing so, in return, we make sure that they have a great quality of life. We provide them their benefits, we provide housing, and hopefully we provide a great quality
0: of life. Had the pandemic impacted your guys' labor at all. I mean, were those issues that you had to take on um, even though most of the work is
2: outdoors? It sure has. A couple of things we've had to add additional safety practices and protocols onto our farm to make sure that we have a safe environment for everyone to come to work uh, at. So, between um, the sanitizing of our trucks in the shop, we have social distancing in the lunchrooms. Um, if we're going to be catering um, lunches, which we like to do on Fridays to treat our crew, we make sure that it's in a way that things are individually packed and so on. Um, we have also understood that with the pandemic, some of our old older population, those retirees that enjoy coming out to help us seasonally, I have chosen not to return because um, of fear of infection and so on. So we definitely have seen a, a reduction in some of our uh, heavy equipment driving in our dump trucks. How many uh, temporary workers do you have to add on for the harvest and for planting? I would say uh, between fifteen and twenty people we have on the payroll for those critical times. So we have a, a full time staff of eight to ten, and then we'll add on another ten to fifteen depending on what we're
0: doing on that day. We were talking about how you kind of have to have to be, you know, economically sustainable for your business. A
2: perfect balance of labor and then machine help. Sure. So in cranberry growing, we we like to think of ourselves as precision farmers. And so we're always looking for the best way to do the best method and the best practice for our farming. So whether it's the planting or the harvesting. So the balances is is what we're trying to do is use technology in the best way to be efficient with the fruit. So we're making sure that the fruit is treated in the best way so we don't bruise it or hurt it or hurt the vines. So we're looking at uh, equipment that will be gentle with the fruit. We're also looking for equipment that will get the fruit fruit picked in a quicker amount of time. And in doing so, the quicker we can harvest the fruit, the quicker we can get the fruit to our receiving station. That other sweet spot um, of labor and, and, and equipment is evolution of technology. When we used to take uh, five people to um, harvest a bed now we can minimize it maybe down to two or three because we've improved our technology. So whether the machine runs a little faster or um, we're using different tools um, such as a a water um, hose to move fruit as opposed to a human rake. That's an example of how we might have reduced um, the cost of labor but now we're making it a better impact for the fruit. Now, when we
1: talk about equipment, you can't just go to an implement store and buy cranberry harvest or any kind of cranberry farming equipment. It's very specialized. How do you work through that?
2: Well, that's a really good point. So cranberry growers um, are self-made engineers, more or less. And we have to... uh, design and invest in ourselves because although we think we're big business our economy of scale doesn't quite compete with uh row crops so we'll take something that we've seen uh in other agricultures and then we'll tweak it to modify to our farm so oftentimes when you see equipment on a cranberry marsh it may be very custom and specific to that farm and it may have been an idea borrowed either from another neighbor or another ag group but it's still very specialized
1: Now, looking at those cranberries out there being harvested, was it a good crop this year?
2: Well, it's a little early to tell, but so far, so good. Uh, We always like to say every cranberry is a great cranberry, and every cranberry has a great uh, use for it. Uh, It's a little early, but we're really optimistic. And how long will harvest go on for? On our marsh, we anticipate to be wrapping up around the end of October or the first week of November. That's a long harvest time. It's a long, it's a very long, um, but fast. Uh, it, it's, it's long because we have to protect our cranberries from frost. Uh, we need to make sure that our crew are healthy and um, sustained uh, with sleep and nutrition and charisma. Uh, and so every week we're looking at how can we make sure everyone's happy, healthy and ready to go.
1: Now, we are here today because you're kind of showcasing, highlighting the sustainability practices on your farm, not only to keep your farm going for more generations, economically, but environmentally.
2: Well, we love telling this story as cranberry growers about how we are sustainable because we work and live on the land. Uh, it's it's a combination that and a relationship that we highly value. And so it's easy for us to talk about because it's something that we've always done. Uh, when we use water, we only use what we need. We borrow it, we release it. Uh, we want to we want to maximize our opportunities to conserve our land. Um, we want to maximize the quality of water that we have, uh, so that it's great for our our, our agriculture. Uh, we know that the water that we borrow is released um, to a reservoir or to a water stream and then shared with our neighbor. So we we. We know that the water uh, that we use on our marsh is really for agriculture. We drink it, we swim in it, we play in it, um, and we want to be able to sustain ourselves so that our crop has a great crop for this year and for the next years to come.
1: You really do swim in it and play in it. You you have a dock on your reservoir for your family and your employees, and the wildlife out here are a plenty,
0: too. I, I couldn't believe the birds and the cranes yeah. for where the cranberry is named. That's incredible.
2: That's right. So, I'm a birder. I absolutely love all the wildlife that we have at the Cranberry Marsh, and you're absolutely right. We um, we even vacation. We staycation on our Cranberry Marshes because we enjoy it. The sunsets are gorgeous. The sound of a sandhill crane is soothing to our ears. We see eagles fly overhead. Um, when you're at a Cranberry Marsh, you're really able to see the full ecosystem um, connect. To itself, between the earth, the soil, the land, um, the the sky, the 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 all of the the wildlife that you see, we're all one big integrated system.
0: Are there challenges to that, though, uh, to making your farm more sustainable? What are the challenges, and then what are those pros? So, yeah, here's an
2: example um, of something that could be considered a challenge. Um, Everyone loves a good story about a bear. So here's a bear story. When we get ready to pollinate our cranberries in the springtime, spring, early summer, we bring in beehives. There's just not enough native pollinators to do the job. So we step it up and we rent beehives. Well, guess what else really likes beehives, bear. And so on some cranberry marshes where the landscape is perfect for the environment of a bear, the bear will come and knock down those beehives. And then that's a problem. So one of our um, approaches to wildlife controls um, kind of working with nature. We know mother nature will always win. So a good way to keep those bear or maybe even deer out of the the cranberry marsh is putting up a fence.
1: That's certainly something that I don't think anyone's really thought about. Another thing that I didn't think about before I got here was that you are producing food. So you have to be very careful about littering and smoking. Can you talk about why you have to be so stringent about what ends up in these bogs?
2: So we have uh, really strict guidelines on our marsh and uh, expectations for everyone in the marsh- whether it's a guest a visitor uh, our crew uh, we always encourage everyone to say when you see garbage please pick it up put it in your pocket put it in a trash can because we grow uh, fruit that is going to be used as a food um, product it is very important that we do not have any debris in the cranberry beds and we take that very serious something as simple as a tin
0: can can destroy equipment it can impact your equipment and when the uh,
2: can gets shredded up um, by a mower then you have little be- bits of metal that sometimes can cause problems. So we work really hard to keep our marsh clean. Um, we have a really strong um, values to um, pollution and to keeping um, a really well organized marsh. So we have um, expectations. Everyone is expected to to clean up after themselves. It's no it's no one no one person's job to be responsible for property management, fire management. We all believe that we have an ownership to keeping this marsh a high quality running marsh. I mean it is
1: and it's pristine when you go out there and it was absolutely beautiful to see. for The first time for me cranberries being harvested. Can anyone come out here? Do you host tours? Um,
2: Do you have schools come out? Well, we love to hear how passionate uh, the world is about cranberries, and it's something really exciting for us to share our story. But uh, Gainer Cranberry isn't poised or positioned to be in the agritourism side of uh, educating on cranberries. There's um, certain opportunities that we will um, say yes to um, a, a public tour such as one like farm Bureau Wisconsin farm Bureau did today with um, the sustainability um, practice initiative um, but it's also difficult to be able to manage uh, daily tours to the public it, you need a dedicated person to be able to manage the public and help answer questions and although I enjoy um, and enthused and passionate about my cranberry education I also have farm HR to manage so there's only so many hours in the day and it presents um, some complicated troubles in the calendar. Heidi is there anything else you wanted to talk about? We are one of the I think we are the largest concentrated growing area in the world and the pride that we have on our farms and for our families and for this cranberry industry I think is a true testimony of not only the cranberry growers in America but the American farmer spirit.
1: Heidi Slinkman is the manager and co-owner of Gainer Cranberry Company, which is in the process of harvesting their cranberries right now. Those berries will go to Ocean Spray. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.